0: Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boye, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. On today's episode, I'm so excited to welcome back Jillian Gertzen, founder of the super you studio Jillian was one of my first guests back on episode nine where we talked about the body positive movement in our latest conversation Jillian and I discussed the prevalence of COVID-19 memes that are promoting unhealthy body image goals and leading to many of us feeling shameful about our bodies our mental health is paramount right now and dealing with body image issues makes things so much worse Jillian shares some excellent strategies on how to bypass the memes and focus on compassion and self-love. Please welcome Jillian. Hello, everyone. It's Julie Boy here with the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast and a video as always. I love recording these with video. I have a very special guest that is here for the second time, so welcome to Jillian Gertzen. Hello. Thank you for having me, my friend. I uh, love this opportunity to connect with you again. Jillian is the founder of the Super Youth Studio, which is a virtual studio before the pandemic, but (laughs) now she's really upped her game and created really so many more incredible opportunities for her to connect with her clients and new clients and new people, really doing it all from home, doing it all virtual. And we're going to have a really interesting conversation, I think, this morning about how our body image is kind of being attacked Mm
1: -hmm. as we
0: uh, go through this COVID-19 pandemic. So we are recording this right now. It is April 21st, 2020. And uh, Jillian, if you want to just maybe add a little bit to your introduction, tell us a little bit more about yourself, that would be awesome. So please go ahead. Yeah.
1: So um, I've been kind of in the fitness industry for over 20 years now. So I've been doing, you know, in kind of the more traditional role. I was doing my degree in kinesi, so I have my degree in kinesiology, much like you. And as I was finishing my kines, I started getting involved in, in the fitness realm of things and really fell in love with fitness, really fell in love. Specifically, I was working in a corporate fitness environment. Um, and, and did that, you know, personal training, group fitness classes all that kind of stuff, uh, at the beginning of my career and continued on in that path for quite a while. And about six, seven years ago, I can't believe, I can't remember exactly how long ago I started my own business. Um, I felt like it was time. I really wanted to take a, a slightly different direction than being with another company. I really was getting entrenched in my own philosophy, which was. A very which was and is a very body positive, uh, inclusive, uh, grounded relationship with body, grounded relationship with health, and really, to um, say grounded a million times, grounded in the belief and the philosophy that, uh, that this amazing body of ours, there's something wrong with it, that our health is really about feeling the best we can in our bodies but we get a lot of messages and i know that's something we want to talk about today we get a lot of messages telling us that there's something wrong with our body that our bodies are a project that our 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 primary objective in life if we're going to be successful humans is to fix the way that these vessels of ours look Mm -hmm. not how they perform but how they look and you know i just i feel like after 20 years in the industry I feel like it just doesn't serve us. It's not moving us forward towards health. I just see people getting stuck in these ruts of feeling really crappy about their bodies and then really um, disheartened about what to do about it, confused about what to do about it, you know, hopeless about what to do about it. So I've kind of gone on a tangent there about my, <laughs> my deeper inner philosophy, but I think it's this is it, so yeah. important and it's really relevant right now. I, yeah. I think that this conversation is important because I think that the, you know, I've written a couple of blogs about it. Just Mm -hmm. how the memes. I don't know if you wanted to go there yet, but the memes. So the memes. Yeah. Before we go to the
0: memes, my friend, what I I do want to recommend that if people after just make a quick note or a mental note, your, your episode is actually episode number nine of this podcast. And you and I right now are recording in the forties. So you were definitely one of the first people I wanted to share your story because we did have this conversation about self-love and body image and how damaging the diet industry is. Yeah. And that people are starting to wake up that it is very damaging. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about this tricky balance between uh, loving and accepting your body how it is, but at the same time, wanting to be really healthy and continuing on that journey of wellness and health. Uh, But your happiness not being linked to the size and shape of your body. So that conversation is worth listening to, again, if you did way back in the meeting. but a lot of people weren't around at the beginning of the podcast. So I I do recommend checking in with us there because today our conversation really is focused on what's happening with COVID-19 and how we are really being um, influenced to think about our bodies right now. Yeah, and I don't think it's healthy, and I think it's it's very harmful because we know that the other huge challenge right now is our mental health. So you, you mentioned the memes. So let let's start with the memes. Let's start there. You know, because memes are important. Humor
1: are. is really important. You know and I wrote it? I wrote a blog about it, and I know you read it, um, where I talked about like, I, I talked about the memes, and I talked about how how unhelpful those memes are. Um, You know, things like. Um, how is the, the, how are the producers of my 600 pound life going to find me? Do they reach out to me? I mean, there's an element, uh, like, I mean, just to name a few more, um, oh gosh, there's the well, one about your, uh, if you're all, all this time, you've thought it's because you don't have time and now it turns out <laughs> it's not because you don't have the time. It's because you don't want to, or you don't, or you're, have not or you're not motivated enough. You're not or you you just, there's a not, a not good enough energy around it. And it's yeah. like, you know, and, and talking about the COVID-19 and gaining the COVID-19, I, I just really feel like they're really destructive. Um, it's very challenging to make healthy choices right now. And again, if we can really just step back and be like, what we really need to bring our attention to is getting through this with healthy body, mind, and spirit mm. and getting through this with our mental health intact, because this is very stressful. We are collectively, I read a, I listened to a really fantastic podcast with Brené Brown talking with David Kessler. Have you, did you listen to that one?
0: Yes, I did.
1: Just talking about collective grief. Yeah. We are grieving the loss of our old normal. And what was our normal is likely not to be, we're not not likely going to return to that.
0: Ever. 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 Like it's not 18 months from now, everything's going to go back to the way it was. You know, I like to say- We are going to
1: reintroduce a lot. We're going to obviously get back to a sense of more normal than we have now, but it's never going to be the same. And so I'm, I'm, I'm I'm weaving. I'm, I'm bobbing here, but you know, I, I think all of those- memes are so counterproductive to us actually having a connected kind compassionate generous relationship with ourselves right now which is what we actually need as we are grieving and going through these stages of grief Um, no matter what we're where we are because there's everybody's dealing with it in every different situation it's uh there was a post that went around like we're all in the same boat no we're not we're we're all dealing with variations of of this situation in different ways. Um, some people are working on the front lines, that's stressful and overwhelming. Some people yeah. are without a job and are financially very much at their wit's end. Some people are, you know, you know working, trying to tr- work from home and, and manage children. And, you know, we're all dealing with new situations, that's for sure. We're all dealing with heightened stress. So is right now in this heightened state of stress, is that the time to be focusing on weight loss? is that the time to be focusing on getting in the best shape of your life because you have the time now. Well, that was I mean, number one. A lot of people don't have the
0: time. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the, so this is the funny thing is like, um, I'm in the category of, so you and I both already worked from home, but you yeah. did more stuff outside of the home than I did, but yeah. I homeschooled already. Yeah. So I was like, this is all good. It's fine. But <laughs> <I know. laughs> I, it's not the same. And I, I'm actually way busier than I was and I'm more tired. And the reason that I'm more tired is because when we are under we're under collective stress and collective grief and what that does to our bodies is it elevates our cortisol levels so cortisol is one of our stress hormones and basically what's happening is our bodies are actually in fight or flight most of the time now now a lot of people were like that before as we know it's very hard to overcome this fight or flight this cortisol response before Before all this happened
1: it's still, I would too. say too, like, even if you were under stress before, this is different stress. This is different and stress. It might be more elevated than what you were experiencing right. before. So if you were already maxed out here, well, we just went, bumped yep. it up even more. Like, it's just, again, it's, there's
0: lots. Well, and you can't, your body will not release weight when it feels like you're going to be running from a bear. No. Nope. So when your body says, ah, uh, there's a bear, like it's, That's it's there, it. there's the bear I can, it's right over your shoulder. You oh, have yeah. to be ready to sprint. That state of being does not allow your body to release weight. So, um, gaining weight right now. Well, and like, I don't know if
1: you were going to go here about the, the connection between cortisol and ghrelin and leptin. Right. Yeah, you
0: talked about that in your blog about our hunger hormones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so our hunger hormones, ghrelin and leptin. So ghrelin is the hormone that's typically associated with being hungry and craving more food. And leptin is more about satiation and and feeling satisfied and grounded. And ghrelin is elevated when cortisol rises and we're in fight or flight and we're in stress. Ghrelin goes up because your body needs more fuel to fight the bear. But when you're in (laughs) when you're in parasympathetic grounded you're in that calm state, rest and digest, that's where leptin elevates and we can really relax and we can be settled. So if you're hungry all the time, guess what? You are hormonally being driven. It it's a primal sense of hunger. And if I'm gonna really go down a rabbit hole, ghrelin and that kind of primal hunger is actually activated when we diet. When we go into extreme dieting, we actually activate that stress response. We activate ghrelin and we activate our primal hunger. So if you're like dieting in this state where you're already heightened stress and then you layer on your restricting, which actually t- tells the body like I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm, I don't trust this person, puts you into primal hunger and then what happens? You binge, you overeat and then you feel crappy about it. Like there's so many layers to this. I could, I could go down this rabbit hole a really long
0: time, really, but I'm not really sure that's the direction you want. Well, to. Go. I really, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause when you, we talked, you mentioned earlier about how we're not, we're all in the same boat, but we're not in yeah. the same boat. And I want to just mention like, for those that are working on the front lines, 12 hours in PPE, the personal protective equipment, what are they eating? Yeah. Not much. No, so they are a lot of these our beautiful frontline healthcare workers that and other grocery workers or whatever might not yeah. be having time to take a break for a proper meal. So their body is technically dieting without them even wanting to. Yeah. And often the food that's available is not going to serve you or fuel you in a good right. way. Right. And then the other thing you mentioned too, is like families that are under tremendous amount of stress yeah. financially Yes. Uh, may be going to a food bank for the first time. Yeah. And Food banks are great, but they might not I mean really, they are an essential yeah. service. Thank God for yeah. food banks. But yeah. they might not have the type of foods that people are used to eating. They yeah. might be having a little bit more sugar and starches than they're used to. So, but again, feeding your family and putting food on the table has to happen. So, then you go on Facebook and you're being told that like, you know, it's time to get in shape and lose weight and you know you've gained it's been 5 weeks and we want to lose the weight it's these messages are really damaging to our mental health. The one thing i really wanted us to spend a little bit of time on is this you mentioned in one of your blogs about how a stressful time like this for people that have been struggling with mental health around their body is even more difficult. So can you address that a little bit?
1: Yeah, i mean, so you know, we're already living in a in a diet culture that really says like really it's about how the vessel looks. Like not as much care and, and attention is given to, how does your body feel? Like when, when we go to speak to a personal trainer or a nutritionist or, or people, you know, it's, and bless there are, there are people in the industry that do do this. I'm, I'm definitely broad brushing here, but there's a lot of focus in these industries around, you know, how, how, you know, how much weight do you wanna lose? Like we tend to focus on that. And so, and there's a lot of messaging out there that's telling us, like, shrink your body, a smaller body is a better body, a smaller body is a healthy body, which is actually not true. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there's, we already have this. And then we get into this, all these memes coming at us. And, you know, again, we're in this kind of heightened state of stress, heightened state of grief, um, heightened state of anxiety. And what we actually need to focus on in all of those scenarios is our mental health, You know, is physical health part of that? Yes. But it's really like movement for medical, for mental health sake, as opposed to like, I teach running clinics. This is a prime example. I teach running clinics and there are people within, for example, my learn to run program. We we were about halfway through my learn to run sequence. It's a 12 week sequence where we progress a little bit more running, a little less walking over the 12 weeks. And we got to about half week as a community. And then we had to kind of cancel and I've been supporting people virtually. And, you know, I can't say, I, like, every single time I post in that group, I'm like, every run is a good run. If that run mean, when, you meant you were walking more, if you're not following the progression as it's written, if you've said, I'm calling it and I just want to walk, walking is what works for me right now, that's good. Good. Listen to your body. Listen to your heart. Listen to your spirit. What do you need right now to be mentally well and manage this situation with grace and kindness for yourself, as opposed to this, push, 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 push. Stay with the program. I'm a failure. I fall off the program.
0: Yeah. It's the guilt. Yes. It's the the guilt, guilt, right? It's the guilt and the shame around. Well, I I should be working out right now. I should be getting super fit from home. Um, One thing you mentioned too, that I think people may not even have thought about is, you know, a lot of trainers have taken their business online and people are starting brand new training programs online which is great but there's also can this be like detrimental to someone if they've never done a workout program and they yeah. hop into some online program without a person to really guide them that can be yeah. dangerous right absolutely and
1: i think that's the that's the risk i see all the time in fitness but it's almost it, it's almost accentuated right now because people are jumping into these quite intense programs because it's available and bless again the industry is doing their best to like yeah. serve and support people yeah. and like, hey, here's for free. This is low cost. And so there's so much available right now. And so the noise that was like here before is like here. <laughs> there's so many options for people. And it's hard to know what to choose. So if you're just out there, you know, something that comes across you like, hey, I'll give that a try. And then there's this, you know, the, the the highlight reel of everybody else is doing all these intense programs and they're doing all these fancy workouts and I'm going to do those. And but if you're just getting started, you know, the analogy I always use with people is we don't jump in the deep end if we don't know how to swim. And if there's no one guiding you, like a lot of these programs are jumping in the deep end. Yeah, (laughs) They're like going straight into kind of four, five, six days a week, high intensity or complex movement patterns, um, you know, uh, you know, compound movements where you're like, within weight training, like if you're doing like a squat, but you're also doing a shoulder press at the same time. And that might not be what your body's ready for. And if you don't have that internal body awareness, that might not be the best solution for you. I've really been focusing with people on like, just move, like yeah. move. Just just, move, just move your body.
0: I don't care how you do it. <laughs> well, the, and the thing that too, that I see that can be a challenge if we start a brand new, if we jump into the deep end, like you said, yeah. it without support and without proper form correction or things like that, we can get hurt. Yeah. And Nobody wants to be hurt right now because A, you're no. definitely not going to the hospital, but also like we can't see our practitioners. No, We can't see the massage therapist, the chiro, the physio, the osteo, all the people that we would rely on. No. I absolutely. mean, I miss my no. <laughs> practitioners. We were talking about this. You and I had both started programs with different practitioners to help us to heal from certain injuries. Yeah. And now it's like, it's absolutely stopped. So yeah. You know, to think about what so like will said, say, there are practitioners
1: yeah. or a few practitioners out there that are doing telehealth. So like, if you're really in a rough, right. and there are a few, like in certain cases that are doing emergency, if an, emergency. Extreme, if an yeah. extreme injury happens, there are exceptions, um, doctor, uh, directed to physios, for Sure. Yeah. And then with protocol, like but again, but like a sports injury right now that can technically wait until this is over because you're not on a high priority. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, they're going to try triage you at the hospital. If you come in with like
0: something small, they're going to triage you. Yeah. And yeah. they'll show up in PP and scare the living daylights out of you. So we're not right. going to a hospital. So yeah. Really interesting right now, this whole, you know, conversation about, you know, what do we do for exercise? How do we take care of our mental health? So let's shift gears and just talk about now, what can we do to support a healthy body image? What can we do to support our mental health right now? Because I think those are the number one and the number two things that we really want, or maybe the mental health first and then healthy body image second. What do you see? I
1: think they go hand in hand, to be honest. Like, I don't think you can, like, they're so intertwined really I, I think the number one thing is if you are noticing like if you're on social media for example if you're on social media and you notice things that are triggering you and you might not even realize they're triggering you until you maybe you've listened to this podcast or you've watched this video and you're like oh those I never thought about how those memes might be making me feel like they're funny in the moment. And again, I I don't want to squash our humor because humor is a big piece of resilience. Humor is a a, a wonderful way to connect with people. It's wonderful, but let's not use humor at the, at the, um, at the cost of somebody's, somebody else's uh, body at the, at the, at the cost of somebody else's feelings. Sure. So, you know, how can we dial down the social media? So I'm a big unfollow and unlike take it out of your newsfeed or just take a social media break altogether. If you need to, um, I, always, I always like resist saying that as a, someone who kind of operates a business within social media in a lot of ways. Uh, but if you need to take a break, take a break, like take, even if it's a few hours um, taking some time away, really, really getting that energy away out of your, out of your awareness. Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two is really just take some time to just really reflect on what matters to me right now like what really matters like do a little bit of a check-in with yourself around you know when you get through this when you kind of are able to look back on this period of time what are you going to be most proud of what are you going to feel the best about um is it going to be that you know you got into the best shape of your life, but at the cost of like feeling completely
0: stressed out and overwhelmed through this period. Or I want to mention too, that wherever you are is okay. And yeah. there are people that right now, yeah, you just can't do anything. Yeah. And so we just, yeah. we love you where you are. We know like that you. this is hard and we hope that you're going to reach your hands out and ask for help. Yeah. So Absolutely. that we can help you just maybe just get, get off. We get off the couch for and get some fresh air. Yeah, and there will be others who will thrive and will be like, I am going to get in the best shape of my life because I've yeah. always wanted. And that's to- okay, and that's okay. And too. That's,
1: that's like right. I had this conversation okay. this morning in one of my groups. There's a comment I'd shared a blog in one of my groups, and um, and and one of the, one of my members comments, she's like, I'm actually following the program I was before the plan I was before, because it actually gives me a sense of normalcy and routine that is actually really serving my mental health. And I'm like, that's such a brilliant point because like, like say you were training for a 10 K, maybe that still inspires you. And so it's finding this balance and I talk about permission a lot in my coaching practice, like give yourself permission to do what it is that serves you so if what serves you is to stick with the 10k training program just as an example awesome do that but if if every time you're you're meant to go out for a run you just find something else to do or you just can't bring yourself to do it give yourself permission to do something else Mm -hmm. and it's I relate it back to this kind of balance of the yang and the yin of self compassion. So self compassion at its core as a practice is, you know, one just noticing how you're relating to your world, what's going on for you inside in, in your, in your inner world, um, that mindfulness piece. And then second piece is really common humanity. Like how a, you know, like I am not alone in this struggle. And for sure right now you are not alone in the struggle, no matter how you're relating to the that we're in, yeah. You're not alone. And then the third piece of self-compassion is, you know, how can you then relate to that? And t- traditionally, in self-compassion, it's been the, very much the yin. Can you can you meet greet yourself with kindness? Can you hand on heart? What can you do? Offer yourself some kindness in that moment, whether that's gentle touch, whether that's kind words, whether that's you know reach you know reaching out and um, doing something for yourself that is kind and compassionate or
0: grat- right? Well, no, gratitude. Right? No, I mean gratitude for our body. Right? Remembering yeah. that the fact that our heart is beating. Like you said, you put your hands over your heart for those who are listening. You know, Jillian put her hands over her heart. I put my hands on my heart so many times a day. It's like, Like, remember, my heart is beating. Beautiful. And that's like a super beautiful gratitude reminder of how incredibly powerful our bodies are. We don't have to think about our heart beating. We don't think about it. And it just does it.
1: It just does it. And what a gift. Freaking miracle it's a freaking miracle. It's a freaking miracle. <laughs> and then the other side of self-compassion, and the part uh, I talk about a lot with people too, is the yang side of self-compassion. So we have this yin and we have this yang and they, it's, we need them both. And so yin is really about kindness, you know, meet yourself with kindness, um, that gratitude piece. That yang is that protect, provide, and motivate. How do I protect, provide and motivate myself right now? And so a lot of my clients will end up calling it like their inner coach or their um, inner big sister or um, in a positive reflection. (laughs) So that inner voice that kind of pushes you along when you, it's like that, I don't wanna go for that run but I know I'll feel better if I go so I'm just gonna push myself gently out the door. So it's finding this balance between like what do you really need in this moment and how do I either meet, meet myself with kindness and, meet myself with that inner guide, that inner coach.
0: That's a great way to think about it. I really liked that comparison that you did with the the yin and the yang of compassion. I think that's really helpful and it's a really great way to think about what we're going through. Now you are doing a program virtually, of course, but specifically (laughs) around mindset. So can you just tell me a little bit more about what that is, what it entails?
1: Okay, so the superhuman mindset. This is actually the third time I've run it, and it's a four-week. I call it an unprogram. So it's a health and fitness unprogram. So in the four weeks, the kind of the, the overview is in the first week we talk about giving ourselves space and grace and permission, and we talk about what does that even mean. And you know, what are we? We actually talk before we even get into that. We talk about what are we up against to have a healthy relationship with our bodies? What are we up against to actually really? genuinely care for and respect this body that we're in. Um, and then how do we find some space and grace and, and permission around how how do we re how we engage with our bodies? And then in the second week we really come into self-compassion. And that in that first week we talk about self-compassion as a strategy for sure. And then in the second week we really deep in deepen in our, our inquiry into you know body kindness. What does body kindness look mm-hmm. like? How can we be kind to our body? And then we kind of transition from that kindness into this that yang piece I was just talking about into this how do I protect provide and motivate myself in a way that really serves me how does my how do I define health what does health mean to me and I think right now it's even more you know I'm I'm, I'm tweaking the content to really reflect this unique situation we are in and talk about you know how do we how do we move through this with some grace and space and also that yang energy of moving forward through this in a positive way and then really getting into the strategic nuts and bolts of like okay great that's a nice big philosophical piece but how do we actually make that happen given our current life you know like I always say like these pre-made plans that might be available for free right now are awesome but for a lot of people pre-made plans and when it's all like laid out and like I can't tell you how many uh, programs, fitness programs and meal plans exist in the world, yet we all still struggle. So it's not that we don't know what to do. It's that we struggle to actually implement it. So the fourth week is all about how do we implement? How do we bring these strategies to our life in a way that's really functional um, for real life, which right now looks a little different than it did before. So if you're struggling, it's it's a neat little opportunity to kind of dig into these ideas a bit bit deeper. When does this program start? It starts May 4th and uh, I am offering a sliding scale right now just because I, I recognize that for many people, finances have been impacted by this. So typically it's an $89 program. That fee, fee schedule is still available if you have can't
0: afford to spend it, um, but I'm also offering it from 29. And that's like a bargain in itself. So the, your regular price for a four-week program um, is an hour a week. Is it an hour meeting?
1: Yeah, it's an hour. We do an hour long Ooh. Zoom call and it is recorded. So if you can't attend at the time of the call, that's fine. Lots of people do the replay. Um, if you can attend the calls, it makes a big difference in terms of, course, of being able to yeah chat with me. Sure. Um, And then there's a Facebook group. So we interact every day on the Facebook group. So there's a lot of opportunity for interaction and dialogue. Yes. That is what's so powerful because we can, you know, I it these exercises and then I say, Hey, go forth and do these. And then
0: these touch points in the week to kind of really progress the ideas. So Jillian is creating a community right now. And I think what we crave the most, because we don't have our physical connections with people, are communities. Yeah. Jillian is someone that does this so well. I really love what you've created. I've, I've watched you. You're one of the first people I met when I moved to Vancouver Island. So uh, you, know, you might be listening to this and you might not have heard of Jillian yet, but uh, let me tell you. Um, she is here in in our community. She's really well known as one of the leading fitness and wellness experts. And she served the community here for many, many years. And she's very well respected in the way that she um, puts together her communities. Her community loves her. They all love meeting in person. And what I love, Jillian, is that you've put this together in a way that we can meet with you online. But this also opens a lot of doors for people that might not be in your physical community space to just spend some time with you. And I think what right now is so important is who are we spending time with, right? Who is influencing us? And if I can choose who I want to be influenced with, you're one of those people. I look forward to your newsletter, which you've been doing more often and I love. Right. So much in there. I
1: took a big leap and I went to weekly, which was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm gonna have enough content for weekly, but it turns
0: out I have plenty. (laughs) More than enough. Yeah. I have plenty to say. (laughs) Yeah, you have plenty to say. (laughs) And I also think we need to hear your voice right now. And I think that's a big thing too, is you know, to overcome all these voices that are telling us we're not good enough, we're not doing enough, we're not coming out of this, you know, with a brand new skill or hobby or whatever. We might and that's great. But we also might just need to survive this. Yes. And that's also just as important. And so connecting with a community, I really encourage you. If you're if you're listening or watching right now and you're one of those people who has been having a really hard time just getting up and moving, um, at least take a look at what Jillian has to offer because this you won't have to do too much. You can do it from home and even just listening and showing up to just be around yeah. people that are talking about the realities but also offering ideas and solutions for moving forward, I think can be very healing and helping right now. So, yeah. where do they I, where I do we find they, out about this program?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, you can go to superyoustudio.com and from there you'll see lots of different options. But if you're specifically interested in mindset, you can check that out. Um, I also offer bundled fitness and yoga videos. Um, there is the, the whole membership to everything, including mindset. So if you're a Super you studio member, you actually get membership. You get to partic- participate in mindset for free. You get to participate in all of the exercise videos for free. And I'm also doing live stream um, fitness right now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So live
0: workouts with me um, and that's available to members as well. So lots going on. <laughs> it's so fantastic. There's so many ways for us to be connected with you. At the very least, we can sign up for your weekly newsletter now. Um, so that's simple yes. and easy to do and Yay. it doesn't cost anything, but I, you know, you've been very generous. You've offered a sliding scale for basically everything you're doing. And I think that's extremely generous yeah. and very mindful in this moment. But I also think if some people couldn't choose to pay the full price because you're absolutely worth it. So Jillian, it's been such a joy to reconnect with you today. I love your ideas and your suggestions on how we can move forward with, you know, some healthy mental uh, health and body image work. I always like to end my podcast with just one thing. So, one thing that someone can start today, or stop today, or keep doing just to help us through this really difficult time. What would that be for you?
1: Honestly, it would be uh, self compassion. You know, if you notice yourself struggling. like So really self-compassion is our response to struggle. You're having that moment where you're like, maybe you're looking in the mirror and you're being critical or you put your jeans on. That was another meme. That oh like, yeah, the jeans. You put your jeans on once a week. You know what, honey, if you put your jeans on that once a week, if that's what you're doing and they don't fit, take them off, put them on the shelf, hand on heart. Oh, I'm having a moment of humanity. I am not alone in this. Other people are putting their jeans on and having them not fit too. Me included. My jeans are a little more snug right now. It's okay. It's okay, and this isn't going to be my forever. And even if it is, that be okay too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and how can I meet myself with kindness? And how can I also meet myself with that inner coach voice and like really just give myself a loving nudge out the door? I talk about that loving nudge to like move a little more to you know really take care of your body, maybe you know, that loving nudge to choose the veggie instead of maybe the more traditional comfort food to have the glass of water, the simple and uh, steps we know we, we know that
0: we can take to, to move ourselves towards better health. Thank you so very much, and I've really enjoyed this conversation. And Likewise, I'm- always do, Julie. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and watching. You did it. You listened to the end of the podcast. Yay. Thanks so much for sticking around. It would mean the world to me if you decided to follow this podcast and download new episodes. Who doesn't want more gratitude when they're listening to their podcast? Has this podcast made a difference for you in your life? Could you do me a little favor? I would love it if you would stop by on your favorite app and just leave me a review. It would mean so much if you would take those 30 to 90 seconds and share with us why this podcast made a difference for you. Don't forget, you can always reach out to me on social media. I can be found through Wake Up With Gratitude, through my website. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I've even got an account on TikTok when I like to be silly. I love getting your messages through private message. It means so much to me that this podcast has made a difference in your life. Thanks again for listening today.